0: Pastor Stephen Brooks, and I'm so happy that you're here today, and I believe that the Lord will bless you and fill you with His joy and His goodness today. Praise God. Let's take our Bibles today and go to the book of Exodus chapter 12, and I want to share something with you today that the Holy Spirit spoke to me. I actually heard God speak this to me, and I'm going to share that in just a few minutes. So I want you to pay Attention, because God has a blessing in store for you. Praise the Lord. Exodus chapter 12, verse 21, Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel, and said to them, Pick out and take lambs for yourselves according to your families, and kill the Passover lamb. Verse 23, For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians, and when He sees the blood on the lintel. And on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and not allow the destroyer to come into your house, into your houses to strike you. And you shall observe this thing as an ordinance for you and your sons forever. My friends, this is referring to the feast of the Passover. Praise God. And we want to get ready for Passover because it's on April the 12th, and that's a Sunday, and we're only about three weeks outside of Passover, and we need to be getting our hearts ready. It's a time where the children of Israel would go through their houses, making sure there's no leaven anywhere in the house. And leaven was a representation of sin. So the house is a representation of your life. So you want to allow the the Word of God to reflect back to you the development and the progress that you have made in your walk with the Lord and you want the Holy Spirit to work with you to help you to see how you can go higher, how you can go further and how c- God can continue to work in your life so you have victory in every area of of your life praise the Lord so this is a special time and because really right now there's a lot of people that are not working this gives the opportunity to spend some extra time with the Lord and as we would say to put your house in order Whoo, praise God thank you Jesus so we can get our hearts ready for Passover because God wants to do something special now I was in prayer earlier today And had just been waiting on the Lord for quite some time, when the Lord spoke to me. Now it's interesting with God, you can't force God to say anything. God says what He wants, and He speaks what He wants, and He thinks thoughts that He thinks, regardless of what else might be going on around us. And because I just kept waiting on the Lord, I came into that place which is so priceless, the the place of peace where everything is completely still and quiet. And while I was just waiting on the Lord, the Lord spoke to me, and He said something that maybe from a natural perspective you would think, now why would God be interested in that? Because if you turn on the news, which we're all aware of, the whole country, the whole world has been touched by this situation of the coronavirus and it's on the minds and on the thoughts of many many people and god is aware of it and god sees those that suffer and he wants to bring he wants to bring deliverance and cleansing to the nations and he wants to do something special in our nation but at the same time while this thing is going on it doesn't mean from god's perspective that he's worried or concerned about it because he's not i remember one time years back when it looked like Israel, and of course, if Israel did this, America's pulled into it also, that Israel was going to have to go to war with Iran because Iran was making threats and uh, it just looked like war was inevitable and everybody was talking about it, the news was talking about it and uh, you know all the pastors across America were talking about it. it was the hot subject and I had a visitation from the Lord, and the Lord Jesus came and he stood next to me and I could see him looking from where we were standing because we were in Moravian Falls and he was looking all the way to Iran and he could see everything that was going on he could see the he could see the threats of the Ayatollah he could see uh, you know the threats being made by their president at that time and he could see all of that and he was aware of, of all of that but he wasn't concerned about it and so I knew by the look by the expression on his face although that's a very troubled region of the world. Now, of course, we know behind the scenes right now Iran is a hotbed of evangelism, and even the videos that we just shot with our Persian friend, they've now, the dubbing has been complete, all the voiceovers have been complete, that project has been paid for, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised right now if those programs are being uploaded to the satellite that will broadcast those, those wonderful programs over the nation. Uh, Of Iran. But I knew from the Lord's expression, this is going back about 10 years ago, that Iran was not going to be a problem as far as war would concern. And so I feel the same thing with what is going on now with the coronavirus. This too will pass. There are people that are saying, hey, this thing could just get worse and you know, could just, you know, kill millions of people and could go on for months and months or years and years. I don't believe that's going to happen. I believe it's going to come to an end uh, rather quickly. I believe right around Passover, just after Passover, this whole thing is going to start to clear, and God has blessings in store for His people. So today, while spending time with the Lord, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and this, in the midst of all of the global crises that are taking place right now not only with coronavirus but you have you you know you have Saudi Arabia and you have Russia and you have uh, Iran and you have all this stuff going on with oil wars and uh, it's just uh, you know it's like it's been like a perfect storm to cause tremendous volatility in the stock market and the Financial arena of the world. But nevertheless, even with all of these things going on and God's aware of it, He still has other things on His heart, other things on His mind. And this is what He told me. The Holy Spirit said, Finish the fence. How about that? Now, many of you know that we are endeavoring to build the fence, erect a brand new fence around the entire perimeter of the 1.72 acres of property here that the ministry owns. And we have just gone past, a little ways past the halfway point. I would say maybe we're uh, somewhere around the 55% or 60% completion. But we still need to finish the rest of it. And I want to share some things with you because when the Holy Spirit said, finish the fence, He immediately downloaded into my spirit several things that He wants us to do this is very, very exciting. Praise the Lord. Now, thus far we have put just a little over $20,000 into the fence and it looks wonderful. We've had great compliments from our neighbors and uh, compliments about the build quality of it and it just increases the property value of the ministry center and it really does look very very nice. So we have made great progress but the Lord who's all over this project wants us to complete the project and he wants he wants us to get it done by Passover which is April the 12th. Now when the Holy Spirit said finish the fence several instructions were immediately downloaded into my spirit. First of all as I said, April 12th is Passover, and Passover is when God the Father sowed His best seed, and here we have a window of opportunity to do the same. When did God the Father sow His best seed? On Passover. He gave Jesus the Lamb. He gave Jesus the spotless, unblemished Lamb as the the Passover sacrifice. Why? Now why did God do that? Because he had a son, but he wanted a family. So he sowed the seed of his son so that he could have the harvest of a family. And Passover, which is a, is an eternal institution in the sense that we keep the Passover by celebrating Jesus. Jesus is the Passover lamb. He is the Passover feast. And as we study the the Passover itself, we see the imagery of Christ portrayed, and it helps us to understand the ministry of Jesus and what he accomplished for us at Calvary through his death, burial, and mighty resurrection. Praise God. So, Passover is marked by God. As a window of opportunity, that it's when God gave His best. And it's an opportunity for us to do the same thing based on biblical principle that we also can give our best and expect to receive a blessed harvest. I want to talk about the harvest in just a moment. So, Passover is the time that God creates a window of opportunity for us to emulate our Heavenly Father. In the sense that He gave His best, we also have the opportunity through this short window of time to do our best. Now, we have about three weeks between now and then, and what we want to do is we want to bring in our best offering, our best seed as a Passover offering so that the fence can be completed. I heard God say that. The Holy Spirit said, finish the fence. Woo, and I want to share some things with you about the fence. Now, When you sow your seed, your Passover seed, the Holy Spirit pointed out two things that He wants you to believe God for. Now, we know God is the Holy Spirit, but God is one God, yet three distinct persons God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So, these are things the Holy Spirit showed me. Number one, Believe for a fence of protection to be placed around your life. This is not only very important. In the hour, literally the hour in which we're living, but also uh, regarding other things in the future, because we're already in the end times. The end times aren't coming, the end times are here. This is just a little taste of the end time life for the believer uh, in a world where crazy stuff can happen and you need a fence of protection around your life. So, God wants us to believe him for a harvest as we sow this seed for two things number one a fence of protection uh, to be established around our life and we see this very clearly in the book of Job chapter 1 verse 7 and the Lord said to Satan from where do you come so Satan answered the Lord and said from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Verse 10. Now listen to verse 10. This is what the devil said. Have you not made a fence around him? Woo, listen to that one more time. Let that go into your spirit. This is a reality. Well, Pastor Stephen, that was just some kind of a spiritual fence. Yes, yes, it was. It's a spiritual fence of divine supernatural protection that even Satan himself admitted he can't get through it. Woo, praise God. Satan again said, have you not made a fence around him Around his household and around all that he has on every side you have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land so as you sow your best Passover seed towards the fence project so that we can finish it who praise God two things God wants you to believe him to do in your life number one to establish a fence of protection around your life now some of you Have already been sowing into the fence project. This is why we've already accomplished so much, and so much of it has already been established. But, my friends, let's not go halfway, let's finish what God has started on this God-ordained project, and let's bring it to completion together. So the fact that there's still some remaining would even mean for those that have already sown seed that you have an opportunity to step up and do something special again within this window of opportunity that is a divine window. It's called the Passover offering. Praise God. Now, we see that That there is protection around the life of Job. Now, I want you to think of it like this, a fence that God establishes that Satan, the enemy, cannot penetrate. So we have to ask ourselves about the origin of sin, sickness, disease, and all of its awful offspring. Where does it come from? Well, really it comes from sickness and disease originate out of sin. Sin goes back to disobedience and it all goes back to the dirty devil who spreads it as a viral infection all over. And we see here that the devil cannot get through a God established fence. If sickness and disease is of the devil, well, if the devil can't get through the fence, neither can any of his paraphernalia trust me if he can't get through neither can the baggage that he likes to distribute that can't get through either in other words sickness and disease can't get through this fence either that would include viruses even the flu the coronavirus or any other type of contagious disease or contaminant that would be out there this is a spiritual fence This is a fence of the blood hedge protection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now we see Job living under the old covenant and Christ at that time had not yet shed his blood. He had not yet come to earth. So how much more of a new covenant hedge or fence of protection can we have that God can establish around our lives through the impenetrable blood of Jesus. Mm-mm. Praise God. So, this is a fence of protection that the enemy cannot get through. No virus, no bacteria can get through. And I've been in many undeveloped nations as Kelly and I have traveled around the world. And one time we had a missionary ask us um, how, how, you know, the, the, the missionary kind of made a statement and asked a very strange question like, how many parasites do we have in our head? Yeah, and you know the missionary was saying that her and her husband they picked up all kinds of parasites and have you know various kinds of worms that you know that are in their system because some, some, some even in their head because of all the countries they've been to with all the low health standards and uh, so she said how, how many diseases do you basically have how many viruses have you picked up we said we haven't picked up any we don't have any bugs any viruses I have no worms nothing like that she said oh no that's impossible you have to have something I said no we don't have anything <laughs> we we pray over what we eat what we drink and we go in faith we we don't go on our own initiative like I believe she did doing some things on her own going into certain countries that she had no commissioning from the Holy Spirit to go into and she picked up some stuff and her husband I think picked up some things too but we go sent by the God excuse me sent by God because that's what an apostle is an apostle is a sent one you don't send yourself God sends you Woo! praise the Lord and when he sends you he's responsible for you. So because we only go under God's initiative, God's directive, and God's commissioning, we go with His protection. And I have seen others eat the same food we ate, but they didn't bless it, they didn't pray over it, they did not eat in faith, and they almost died. I saw a whole group of of young people in the early 20s eating food that uh, was just loaded with, you know, all kinds of the yucky stuff that are in these areas where there's no health sanitation. And we told them, me and Kelly told them, you guys really need to pray over your food. Oh, we don't need to do that. We don't need, need to act religious. I said, it's not acting religious. It's consecrating and sanctifying your food. I said, we are in an undeveloped country. There's no refrigeration around here. And they, they laughed at us. They weren't laughing though when 48 hours later all of them were laid out in bed vomiting and diarrhea so, so bad they couldn't even get out of the bed. And many of them went right to death's doorstep I mean they almost died some of them it was literally that bad and so this is very very real but I've, I've been in many undeveloped countries and yet me and my wife we've gone there now we lost weight you know nothing wrong with with that you know we come back and gain the weight back of course but uh, we lost a lot of weight because some things were so culturally different it was hard for us to eat it and there were some things the Holy Spirit said do not eat that that's not uh, your, your stomach is not developed to handle stuff like that and so you know you use wisdom but still my friends this thing of a of an invisible fence Around your life is very very real I've proved it I've seen it I've seen it work in my life when others have gone down who were not aware of this covenant walk and I'm telling you it will work in your life and God wants full force field force shield up on your life because there are things out there that are invisible that are very yucky and they're very bad and we've seen that with this type of flu this deadly type of flu the coronavirus sweep literally around the world And many people have died from it. But I tell you what, this is an opportunity to sow into the protective hedge of God's invisible fence around your life that the enemy with all of his yucky stuff that he brings cannot trespass and get through. Praise God. Have you not made a hedge, a fence around him? That's literally what Satan said. He said, I can't touch him. God, you've got a fence around this guy and I cannot get to him. Praise the Lord. As you sow your Passover seed towards the completion of the fence project, believe the moment you release that seed between now and Passover, the moment you release that seed, believe that there is a fence of protection all around your life, around your household, and around everything that you have. Praise the Lord. Number two, number two, as you sow your Passover seed, God wants you to believe for financial increase so that you can be blessed and that if there have been things that have been lost they can be restored back into your life verse 10 again have you not made a fence around him around this household and around all that he has on every side you this is what satan said you god you have blessed now blessed means empowered to prosper you have blessed the work of his hands. Notice that Satan did, didn't say to God, God, I tell you what, that Job fella, he's sure one lucky guy. He really knows how to roll the dice. I tell you what, he's the luckiest guy I've ever seen. This has nothing to do with luck or chance. This has everything to do with a covenant walk with God and stepping into that walk and exercising it, Satan said, "You have blessed the work of His hands, and His possessions have increased in the land." Mm. As you sow your seed between now and Passover, I know many of you, you're going to want to do something special, and you're going to need a little time. You may even want to bring it in on Passover Sunday, that special day itself, and that would be a wonderful thing to do. But I want you to believe God for those two things. One, for the fence to be up, and number two, for God to bless the work of your hands and that you may increase in the land, great increase in the land. Now, whenever there is a recession, whenever there is an economic shaking, there can be a permanent Excuse me, a temporary setback, but it's not permanent. It's it's only temporary. And I really believe because President Trump is the president, he's in the office and God's working in America. I really believe that the financial engine of this nation is going to light on fire sooner than you think, probably in about 30 or 45 days, and it looks like already that many areas in the financial market they've hit the bottom and they're not probably going to drop anymore, and they're going to hold there a little bit. And so I believe for some of you, there will be what God showed me as hot wisdom, like liquid hot wisdom that touches your mind, and at the same time you receive this wisdom, provision will be released to you, and you're going to invest. And some of you perhaps will invest in real estate, others will invest In stocks and others will invest in other types of areas and that hot wisdom the liquid wisdom of God the wisdom from God is is the wisdom that is above all and you're going to invest when things are low and then as it begins to take off again as it begins to take off again you're going to be able to see a great reward for that a few months down the road praise God praise the Lord so God's going to position you to be able to do something. That will set you up for a blessing praise the Lord okay so this is a this is an opportunity where you can sow your best seed just like God did during the Passover time during the open window and believe the Lord for two things one a fence protection around your life and number two for God to bless you with financial increase Woo! praise the Lord thank you Lord Jesus Thank you, Lord Jesus. Some of you are going to get unexpected money, and it's going to be considerable. Pastor Stephen, I'm going to go out and buy some more toilet paper. No, you you probably have enough toilet paper to last for quite some time. I still haven't figured out why people buy a garage full of toilet paper. Uh, Well, I know they're doing it based out of fear, pandemonium, and they're also buying it because other people are buying it. And, you know, but you're going to really only use so much toilet paper. But my friends, God's going to show you things. And in this time, this is an opportunity for great increase. And you really want to be plugged in, spending time with God so that that wisdom of God can distill in your spirit, in your mind, and you can make wise decisions. This is the year of making consecutive right decisions, and it is your decisions that decide your wealth. And you're going to make the most marvelous decisions this year. You're going to do the right thing, and it's going to prove to be very fruitful and productive in your life. Woo, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So I wanted to deliver this message to you today, hot off the presses. I just came from my house where the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and I wanted to share this word with you. He said, finish the fence. Praise God. And I believe this is a marvelous opportunity to sow into a God project. And what we're doing here at the ministry is in the in the spring and summer we're going to really begin to beautify the property so that whenever you come to visit the ministry property there are areas that you can go to and, and pray and we're going to begin to plant evergreen trees and really beautify the property take it to a whole new level of golf course beautiful and there will be areas for prayer and it'll be like a garden it's going to be very very nice but first we have to complete the project that we're on which is the fence project. So let's finish it. Let's get it done for the glory of the Lord. Praise God. Thank you for taking this message to heart. And I believe that you will do something special to honor the Lord on this special time of Passover. And when it comes to your, uh, your giving, husbands and wives be in agreement, make sure that you talk it over, pray it over so that you're in harmony and you're in agreement, and that you could sow your seed with a good heart and sow what exactly what God wants you to do. One time, I had a husband and wife uh, come to me for a little counseling. I didn't know what they wanted, know what they wanted counseling about, but they said, um, uh, Pastor Stephen. We both believe that we're supposed to give an offering, and we don't know what the amount is. We're not agreeing on the amount. And this was interesting because the offering was not particularly for me. Now, they were very faithful tithers, but they wanted to give an offering. The Holy Spirit was leading them to give an offering uh, to another minister, and they said, We don't know what we're supposed to do. And I said, Well, I said to the wife, excuse me I said to the husband first what do you think you're supposed to give and he told he told me the amount which was low and I asked her I said what do you think you're supposed to give and she had a she had an amount that was way way above what he was getting but I just knew the moment she said it that it was that she had just totally heard from God on what she was supposed to do I said it's absolutely the larger amount that's what you're supposed to do and the husband said uh, I agree he was more intellectual she was more uh, very very prayerful and she could move in the anointing uh, but he he was a little bit uh, trying to analyze it too much but he knew it was God they came into unity and they sowed a seed that was a great blessing so be in harmony be in agreement and do what the Holy Spirit would direct you to do praise God now let's get ready to take Holy Communion today praise the Lord. If you're watching today's program, and you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior, these are very interesting times. These are very dangerous times. We are in the last days, and it's going to get more interesting as we continue on. So we need to be walking with the Lord, walking in His protection. But if you're outside of Christ, you're outside of every covenant, every promise, every blessing of God. So the only ark of safety the only true place of refuge is to be in Jesus Christ and have him as your Lord and Savior if you would like to receive Christ now as your Lord and Savior pray this prayer after me say Jesus come into my heart wash all of my sins away give me your eternal life give me your salvation Jesus I receive you now as my Lord and Savior Thank you, Jesus. I take you now as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen and amen. And he has heard that prayer. He has washed all of your sins away, and he has given you his new life on the inside of your heart. Praise God. It's called being born again. And now that you have prayed that prayer, you belong to the family of God, and you can take communion with the rest of us believers around the world. Let's do it together right now. Grab some unleavened bread. I use these little bitty wafers, but any type of little cracker would work just fine. And pour yourself some grape juice and let's pray over it. Heavenly Father, we bless the bread and the juice. Jesus said that when we receive it as such in faith, it is His flesh and His blood, and we believe it. We thank you, Father God, that Christ, the Passover lamb, was sacrificed for us. Thank you Father God. Thank you for the Passover message. Thank you for redemption. We thank you Father God that when the blood when the blood of the lamb was put on the doorpost of the house, the death angel, the plague could not come in. We thank you Father God for covenant fence of protection all around our lives and the enemy cannot touch us because we are covenant people and the devil cannot get through we thank you father God for divine protection and safety from all of these crazy things that are out there we thank you father God that it can't get us nor our household we give you praise we give you praise we give you praise I see your house as a sanctuary house as a sanctuary of health of health and all the yucky stuff cannot get in can't come through the the fence of God's protection And I see the angels forming this invisible fence, the angels of God with flaming swords all around your household, all around your belongings, all around you. Praise God. All around your children. Praise the Lord. Mm -mm. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you that this is now blessed. This is now set apart as holy. This is the body and the blood of Christ. Father, thank you for the Lord's body. We give you all of the praise that this protection is very, very real, more so than any physical fence. Those have a place, but the spiritual fence of your divine protection is impenetrable. Father, we give you praise for your mighty angels watching over us and protecting us, keeping us clean from all of the deadly bacteria and viruses that are out there. We give you praise in Jesus' great name. Amen. And amen let's receive the body of Jesus now some of you may be thinking Pastor Stephen I want to get my Passover seed in early because I want that fence up immediately that's just fine send it in praise God we'll receive it and we will let it compile together so that we can pay for the entire fence project the remaining portion but I tell you what the moment you release that seed the angels are moving praise the Lord the angels are moving the hedge is being established impenetrable impenetrable for the enemy praise God hallelujah glory to God father thank you for the blood of Jesus thank you for supernatural immunity against sickness disease plagues viruses flus all the yucky stuff that's out there and even things we don't know about We thank you for protection. It's real. We thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your people. And I speak over your life today that you will live your life out to the fullest. And that you and your spouse and your children, you will all live to a great old age. And an old age is not 70. You will all live to a great old age. Woo, praise God and you will live with soundness and sharpness and quickness of mind your mind will not go down one bit it'll be just as sharp when you're 95 as it was when you were 25 I, I believe it'll be even sharper because now you're you- you'll be walking in so much more wisdom of God but God will strengthen your body and you will be strong just like Caleb at the age of 85 who said he's ready to take a mountain ready to fight some more giants. Praise the Lord. Strength physically in your body, mental acuity, and a deep walk with God. Hallelujah. You don't want to leave, go anywhere. You want to stay here and enjoy life. Praise God. Watch, watch the end times unfold in the safety and the protection of God's canopy of, of safety, of health and longevity. Thank you, Father God. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's receive the blood of Jesus. Praise God. I want to say on behalf of me and Kelly and our ministry team, a big thank you for the seed that you're going to sow. I know that you're very obedient to the Lord, and I know you love the Lord, and I know you want to honor Him. I just want to say that it means a lot to me and Kelly and the ministry team here to see your love expressed through your giving. And I believe you will catch the eye of the Lord, and the moment you release your seed, the fence goes up, and prosperity, even the prosperity plan, begins to unfold in a new dimension. In your life. This is a window of opportunity that we have. This is a time established by God. This is the Passover window when God gave His best. Let's rise up and let us do our best as well. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you back next time. Till then, stay richly blessed. Bye-bye.